Welcome to our Together on Mission podcast, where we seek to be with and like Jesus. As we begin a conversation with Jesus in the morning through scripture, prayer, and meditation, and then continue that conversation with him throughout the day. Your host is Travis Twineman, the pastor at the Inland Vineyard Church in Corona, California. In this season of the podcast, we're going to be journeying through the Old Testament book of First and Second Kings. Playing with fire. That is the title of our podcast this morning, and we're going to be in First Kings chapter 11 as we continue our journey through the narrative of First and Second Kings, playing with fire. And most of us probably heard as kids, if you play with fire, you're going to get burned, which is absolutely true. And ironically, Solomon in Proverbs will say, can a man bring fire to his bosom without being burned? And that's a rhetorical question. Solomon's saying, can a person mess around with sin without being burned? And the answer is no. And we're going to look at the, the moment in First and Second Kings where things begin to take a very dark turn, and really the narrative never recovers. But before we are too hard or critical or pharisaical with Solomon, let's be honest for a minute, we play with fire. And we often don't realize that we're doing it, right? We often don't realize that we're bringing fire to our bosom. But, and Solomon may not have realized this either, but before we go to Solomon, let's let's go to us. How are we playing with fire? And of course, I can't list everything. It's more of a reflect on that. How are you playing with fire? Um, Some of us are maybe neglecting the most important people in our lives for things that are not near as important. And that is a, a playing with fire. Some of us are managing addiction, right? Thinking that we have the upper hand when we don't. Some of us are refusing to bring stuff up, rock the boat, have a voice in a certain relationship when we know we need to do that. That's playing with fire in that relationship. Some of us are slipping into a a judgmental or a critical spirit when it comes to life or when when it comes to another person, and that's playing with fire. And if in in boldness and humility in the presence of Jesus, we can pinpoint how we're playing with fire, that will allow the Spirit of God to take us so much deeper as we look at this text that we're going to look at right now. And so that's the question. How are we playing with fire? Because if we do, we're going to get burned. And so we go to 1 Kings chapter 11, verse 1. King Solomon, however loved many foreign women, besides Pharaoh's daughter, Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Sidonians, Hittites. They were from nations about which the Lord had told the Israelites, you must not intermarry with them because they will surely turn your heart after their gods. Nevertheless, Solomon held fast to them, all of these foreign women, in love. He had 700 wives of royal birth and 300 concubines. 
and his wives did lead him astray. As Solomon grew old, his wives turned his heart after other gods, and his heart was not fully devoted to the Lord his God as the heart of his father David had been. Now, it's very sad to see, you know, how this narrative continues from this point on because it goes from Solomon's humility, which we've talked about, and Solomon's wisdom, which we've talked about, and Solomon's temple building, right, focused on the presence of God, which we've talked about, to Solomon's love of foreign women, uh, to Solomon's harem, to, to scandals in Solomon's kingdom, to adversaries that are rising up to challenge Solomon's rule, to a loss of power, and then Solomon's death. And it's, it's sad how the story is turned. And there's no question that the, the narrator is saying that Solomon began to play with fire. He began to take sin lightly, and he probably didn't even realize it. Uh, and, and we don't know when Solomon wrote those words that I referenced earlier, can a man bring fire to his bosom without being burned? But I imagine it was after Solomon had already experienced being burned by messing around with the addiction to women. He had experienced it himself, and he was then able to pour out that wisdom to the, to the young men and the young women in his court because the enemy's temptation is subtle, right? It's, it's, it's very crafty. Uh, I, I'm not so sure that Solomon was sure that he was playing with fire when he began to marry all these foreign women. Maybe, he, maybe it was justified, right? It, it was certainly for political alliances, Right? Solomon would have said, you know what, I'm, I'm doing this so that Israel can flourish you know, in this area amidst all of these other empires. This is for political alliance. Right? I don't even think that Solomon was probably aware at first that he was playing with fire. And that's the case with you and me. It really is. Whatever area we're playing with fire, we've probably justified it. We've probably got a good reason for it or a good argument for how we are in control of this, right? I mean, let's, let's, let's talk about us a little bit more. I bet that you or I have a good reason as to why we're neglecting those that are most important for something that is not near as important. Or we've got a great answer for how we're managing addiction, you know, and and, and, and why it's okay and how we're on top of it when we're probably not. Or we've got a great reason why we won't rock the boat or bring that up or uh, have that conversation in that relationship. We've got a really good reason or a really good justification. And, and that's how it works. The enemy comes and he tempts. At the beginning, we're not even aware that it's fire. Then as we begin to be aware that it's fire, like I'm sure Solomon was, we're already steeped into it and we thought we had control of the idol, but alas, the idol has control of us. And then what we see is Solomon's demise. And the enemy will always let us think that, we have, that we're in control long after we're no longer in control. And that's how sin and idolatry work. That's how playing with fire works. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that there's not a, a great deal of hope in these few chapters this morning. 
The hope is in recognizing how we're playing with fire, repenting and making a plan to change. For Solomon, that would have involved being exclusive with one woman, but but this is important. That would cost because that would have affected all of Solomon's political alliances that he had made through marrying all of these foreign women. But as we think about that in our own lives, recognizing, repenting, and changing whatever fire we've begun to play with, whatever sin we've begun to be entangled with, it's, it's going to cost. And the question is posed, is it worth it? And the answer that First and Second Kings gives is, yes, it is, although unfortunately, most every ruler didn't realize that. And that's why Israel faced the exile that she faced at the end of the book of Kings. And so, even though there's not a great deal of hope in this morning's text, there is a great deal of hope. Because as we meditate, as we think, as we enjoy the presence of God, God can give us insight. He can give us eyes to see how we're playing with fire and how we're justifying it. And so let's let's pray this prayer this morning as we reflect on this text. And this is something Solomon's father David prayed. God, search me. Search me, O God, and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in your way everlasting. Let's pray that prayer this morning in the presence of Jesus, and we'll talk tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Together on Mission podcast. We hope you are blessed and encouraged by it today. If you had any questions about the Inland Vineyard Church, our ministries, or our Sunday services, feel free to connect with us on social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram, or check out our website at inlandvineyard.org.